Greetings, everyone. This is Pastor Mike. Thank you for joining me today. I'm here at home in one of the upstairs rooms of my house with my Bible open to Hebrews chapter 9, where I'd like to read verses 11 through 15. Let's say this. But when Christ came as high priest of the good things that are now already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle that is not made with human hands, that is to say, is not a part of this creation. He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer sprinkled on those who are ceremonially unclean sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. How much more then will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death, so that we may serve the living God. For this reason, Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, now that he has died as a ransom to set them free from the sins committed under the first covenant. Now, we've begun a series of episodes on repentance and forgiveness because sin and unforgiveness are the primary roadblocks to transformation. When we choose and allow sin to reign in our lives, it moves us away from that place where we want to be, that place where we are experiencing God's blessings and power. And yet it is crucial to understand that it's not our ability to somehow refrain from sin that positions us under that waterfall of grace where we can fulfill our calling and occupy the promised land. But it's the effectual work of the blood of Jesus, which is the only means by which my relationship with God is made right. I'm justified by His blood. A righteous life has been exchanged for my unrighteous life, and therefore... I am declared righteous by God. Now, it's important for us to realize that the blood of Jesus is effectual in three specific ways. It's effectual toward God, toward our own consciences, and toward Satan. And today, I just want to highlight the first of those, because first and foremost, we must understand that the blood is primarily for God. To fully appreciate what the blood of Jesus means for us, I think it's important to understand what it means to God. In the Old Testament, there was a day on the Jewish calendar that had huge importance, the Day of Atonement. Levitic Leviticus 16 describes how a sin offering was sacrificed publicly, and then the blood of that sacrifice was taken by the high priest into the Holy of Holies, and sprinkled seven times before the Lord. And while the sin offering was sacrificed publicly, the transaction of then presenting the blood to God was done totally in private. Now Jesus fulfills all of this. Jesus was crucified publicly before all the people, but then he, as the fulfillment of the high priest, it says there in Hebrews chapter 9, presented the blood to God the Father, as the atoning sacrifice that God then accepted. 
It's interesting that Jesus is both the sacrifice of atonement and the great high priest who presents now his own blood to God the Father. This is no longer something that's done continually with the blood of animals, but was done, it says, once for all. There in verses 11 and 12, it says that clearly. It says, but when Christ came as high priest of the good things that are now already here, he went through the greater and more perfect tabernacle that is not made with humans' hands, that is to say, is not part of this creation. He did not enter by means of the blood of goats and calves, but he entered the most holy place once for all by his own blood, thus obtaining eternal redemption. Wow. One of the most important things that I come to understand by faith as a Christian is that God is satisfied by the blood. The Bible says that the life is in the blood. Jesus' blood shed on the cross, then offered to and accepted by God, means a righteous life has been exchanged for an unrighteous life. It is finished. This transaction was acceptable to God and therefore should also be acceptable to me, meaning that I put an end to the thinking that somehow my own good behavior contributes in any way to my salvation or my access to relationship with God. The blood is what God has required and what has satisfied His holiness, His justice, and His love. What freedom we now experience to know that the blood of Jesus was accepted by God as payment in full for the salvation of my soul. This gives me a firm place to plant my faith. I now simply place my faith in what God has done on my behalf through his own blood. That's why we sing songs about the blood and will continue to sing in heaven, worthy is the lamb that was slain. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people, and nation. This is one of the songs of heaven that we see being sung in Revelation chapter 5. May we echo that song in our, in our worship today as we proclaim, worthy is the Lamb that was slain. Amen.